There's people in this room this morning that right now is going through things. If you ain't going through, if you're not going through something now, you've been through it. I can promise you, if you think you have, you're getting ready to go through it. Listen to this song this morning. Listen to the words. Man, sometimes I don't know. Can't figure it out. Look back and say, God, how? How am I still standing? But if you hold on to him and you touch that nail-scarred hand, he's going to take you and he's going to hold you. You ask me how it is that I'm still standing And you wonder how I made it through the storm I can't boast of any special powers There's no secret I just held on and I held on to the storms over. I don't claim to be a hero and I don't have all the answers, but I held on to the storms over. It's not because I'm good, not because I'm great, not because I'm strong. I just held on. I held on. I can tell you things are finally happening. Now I've got blessings I can call my own Many times I wonder if I would make it But while I was wondering I just kept holding on And I held on Till the song was over I don't claim to be a hero And I don't have all the answers But I held on Till the storm was over Not because I'm good Not because I'm great Not because I'm strong I just held on I held on till the storm was over. And I know you are my hero, and I know you have the answers. So I'll hold on till the storm is over. I know you're good, and I know you're great, and I know you're strong. I'll 
Father, so many problems, but you give one right answer. Father, so many questions we have as we walk through this life that we'll never understand until the other side of glory. Father, the pain and the, the agony that this life brings is only superseded by the joy and the peace that you give upon that cross. Father, we're so thankful for 20 years. Father, we're thankful as friends to have the opportunity to stand beside them. Lord, to hold them up as Aaron held up Moses' arms, Lord. To come up beside them and say, we got you. And so many times, our pastor and friend has done that for each and every one of us. Lord, thank you for blessing Crestview. Thank you for blessing David Renfro and Julie Renfro's ministry. And Father, as we look to the future, may we hold on to you. May we stand in the gap when others fall off. And may you find us faithful to the work that was started. Lord, we love you. We praise you and we magnify you. And you are why we sing in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's, uh, let's give it up this morning for the band, the band, the band. Let's give it up for the band. Amen. Mike and Joe, Kathy, Sylvia, Mark, everybody. You know, uh, oftentimes you probably think uh, we work for weeks on that service, uh, but uh, we threw in some things this morning and... Um, just let the spirit go where the spirit wanted to go. And I was just thinking about this a while ago. Uh, hopefully uh, you'll get a different version than the first uh, service got. But uh, I was thinking that, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know this morning if, I, if, if I'm going to preach. I don't know if I'm going to tell a story. I don't know if I'm going to give a testimony. I, I don't know what you will leave the doors with this morning. Uh, it probably falls into one of those categories. But uh, if you miss it all, uh, just know that uh, God is large and uh, God uh, is in charge. Um, you know, you know, you have special friends when uh, they'll travel all the way from Memphis just to come here for an hour service and sing a song. And I didn't even ask. I didn't even ask Joe. Uh, I didn't ask him to come, uh, but he just took it upon himself to come. And um, I told those guys something. I was with them a month or so ago, and uh, God laid on my heart to tell them something, but it just wasn't the right time to tell them. And this morning, like I say, it's going to be a combination of everything. I kind of told the staff six months ago when we planned this Overcomer series, there'd probably be one service that would probably be my Overcomer, uh, my cardboard, and so that's this morning. But um, when, uh, when we lost our son uh, on that Friday night, we didn't know if we would run out of here or if we would receive people. And um, Mike and Joe, who just sung that uh, song, uh, they kind of had my back, and they were kind of protecting me, and, and, and we had lots of love from lots of people, but uh, they just kind of got around us, and uh, we went to their house and ate, and I think we picked up pizza. I don't remember much about the night, but uh, you know, when you're down, when you're down and you have those moments that you can't make it, and somebody uh, lifts your arms up and uh, hold you up. Uh, that means everything. And uh, I never really got to tell them, never, uh, that, that I know of, I never really got to tell them both how much that meant to me. 
But I never forgot that, that you guys, uh, you guys uh, held me up uh, in a moment uh, that was very difficult for us. I wear this uh, star uh, today. I, I, oftentimes, I don't always wear my star, but uh, in, in, in memory of my son. And um, I want you to know today that uh, this message is probably going to be as uh, kind of contemporary, probably as topical uh, as it probably gets. Uh, probably wouldn't preach at First Baptist Atlanta. Uh, but it preaches on the ground in Polk County. Um, and uh, I want you to leave here today um, understanding what it is that I'm trying to communicate because I'm not trying to impress you today. I'm not trying to uh, give you, um, you know, the top 10 messages or anything like that. I'm just trying to give you some real life. Uh, so take your Bibles this morning and turn to uh, 1, Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 9. It's there we're going to read uh, verse 25 and 26. We've been in this uh, series, uh, and in the first week, we talked about the discipline of a champion. Uh, David went up against Goliath, and uh, you've got to have discipline. Uh, if you're not disciplined, you're going to have a hard time overcoming in life. You've got to kind of keep your maturity about you. You've got to uh, kind of uh, keep your mind uh, when you're going through uh, difficult times. Uh, the second week, uh, we talked about uh, the hill is not enough. And so uh, what we just simply meant by that is if you're going to be an overcomer, you've got to want all uh, that God has in store for you. You just can't settle uh, for what other people want you to settle for. You can't just settle for what other people uh, say that you've got to do. And then uh, in the uh, third week, we talked about uh, kings that uh, must be overcome. Uh, and that was basically about people uh, in life that you have got to be able uh, to overcome uh, in life. And so this morning out of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 25 and 26, we're going to look at the shadow boxer. The shadow boxer. You know what? Four decades ago, four decades ago in three years, uh, it's hard to believe, but 43 years ago, uh, there was a professional boxer named uh, Roberto Duran. Uh, in uh, 1980, November 25th, that would have been a day after my birthday in 1980, that this epic fight took place. And uh, it was a championship bout between Roberto Duran and Sugar Ray Leonard, and both fighters struggled. They both struggled uh, heroically with almost superhuman endurance, but finally Duran was too exhausted to continue the fight. 1980, November 25th. And he cried out in Spanish, no mas, no mas, meaning no more, meaning no more. He said, it's over. I quit. He was exhausted. And in boxing, you need to understand that in boxing, when things get so bad for a particular person that's on the inside of the ring, they, they throw in a towel. So that you don't have to just simply say, no mas, no mas. They, they, they will throw in a towel from the outside of the ring, and the towel will just come in, letting the referee know that the fighter has taken all they can take, and they can't take no more. And so this morning, I, I want to preach a practical word. I want to preach a word today that you can leave here with something, to understand something about shadow boxing. Out of 1 Corinthians 9, uh, 25 through 26. We won't run on time today. Uh, it's, it's my day, okay? I'm going to take it. <laughs> so if you got an appointment, uh, just give me an extra few moments and uh, I'll, we'll try to get through. But let's, uh, let's stand this morning in honor of God's word. 
This is the inspired word of God. In this word is a power to change lives. 1 Corinthians 9, verse 25. Paul talking to the Corinthian church. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. But we, but we, but we, but we, meaning God's people, an incorruptible. I therefore so run not as uncertainly, so fight I not as one that beateth the air. And the New Living Translation, it reads this way. It says, all athletes are disciplined in training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away. But we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. And I'm not shadow boxing. I'm not shadow boxing. Let's pray. Father God, this morning I pray that you be with your word. Lord, we understand that your word is concrete, it's authoritative, that it's instructional, that it's illumination. And Lord, if there's somebody here today that's lost in need of you, that today would be a day of salvation. Father, today just be with us in all that we say and do. And it's in your powerful name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. I've used this illustration several times, but I think it definitely sets the tone for what I'm about to say uh, this morning. Years ago, uh, I know most of the youth will not even understand this at all, so I'm not even going to talk to the youth, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to the folks in here that's, uh, I got a little bit of age on you just for a moment. Y'all can remember uh, around the two o'clock time frame that uh, it was my favorite cartoon and it would come on every single day. And it, it was an interesting cartoon because you always knew exactly what was going to happen. I, I mean, it never changed. Now, the front part of it would be a little bit different, but the back part of it would always be the same. And that cartoon was Popeye the Sailor Man. And all of us remember Popeye, he was a man's man, and we know that he had a friend, and most of us remember his friend. His friend's name was who? Wimpy. Wimpy, yes. Wimpy. 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 Did y'all see it? Some of y'all did, okay. Well, look, Wimpy, he never had any money like most of us, and he would always say, I'll gladly pay you on Tuesday for a hamburger today. And Popeye, he also had a girlfriend. Yeah, you guys are ahead of me on this one, Yes. And all of all, as I said many times before, she never did nothing for me. I didn't have a poster of all of all. I didn't want to meet all of all in person. Uh, I wasn't looking for my girlfriend to be uh, like all of all. None, none, none of those things was true of all of all for me. Uh, I, she, like I say, she did absolutely nothing for me. And the funny thing was, Papa also had an adversary. Brutus, yeah, you guys are good. Y'all seen the cartoon then. And, and, and the funny thing was, his, his adversary, Brutus, Brutus and Popeye would always be fighting over olive oil. Can you believe that? I mean, this girl was ugly. So if you're ugly, if you're ugly this morning, there's hope for you because, because olive oil, as bad as she looked, uh, she had Brutus fighting over her and she had Popeye fighting over her. And the interesting thing would always be, especially toward, it would start kind of wrapping up, and that would be that Brutus would be throwing Popeye around like a ragged doll. 
I mean, he'd be pounding on his nose and hitting him in the head and throwing him across the floor. And as a kid, I mean, it was kind of ingrained in my soul. I would be sitting there and I'd be watching this cartoon and I'd be like, Papa, eat your spinach. Papa, eat your spinach. You know, because I, 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 knew, I knew what would happen. I mean, it was the same thing all the time. If Papa would ever get to that can of spinach, then all of a sudden Papa would eat that spinach. And then there would all of a sudden, he would say, I've taken all I can stands and I can't stands no more. After he ate that spinach, all of a sudden he becomes victorious over Brutus. And the cartoon would always close with, I'm strong to the finish because I eat my spinach. I'm Papa the sailor man, two, two. Y'all remember that? That's good. That's good. You know, most of us remember that. Well, you know, today I want to just quickly just point out three things about boxing. And I, and I asked some of our older generational ladies this morning that's probably never watched a boxing match in their life, did they get what I was trying to say? Did, did, did they understand it? And I'm going to promise you, they told me, so I've already had a judge this morning, they, they get it. So I just want you to listen today, and you can apply this to wherever it is that you need to apply it to. But I promise you today, there's something locked in. This two verses, you know, it's funny that uh, a lot of times, you know, I mean, nothing wrong with doctrine and theological uh, speaking and all of those different things, expository and, and, and the judges and the ADs and the BCs and all that stuff that a lot of preachers give you. But, but, but you know what? Uh, when you look at Jesus, uh, Jesus spends most of his time preaching. Uh, he's using parables. He, 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 he's breaking it down for you and I. I mean, I mean he, he's making it to where we can understand it. And that's really what I want to do this morning. I, I want to kind of break this down. I, I want to use boxing uh, as an analogy just for a moment. And I want, I want to break this down, and then you can pick it up wherever it is that you need to pick it up. But the first thing you need to learn in life, that you need to learn to be an overcomer, that you need to learn in boxing, if you're truly going to be victorious, is that you've got to learn to, to cut off the ring. You've got to learn to cut off your opponent. The enemy needs and desires to put you in the corner. And you have to control the ring because if you don't control the ring, you're going to wind up being in big trouble. There are people here this morning that you smell good and, and, and you look good, but in all honesty, the truth is the enemy's got you in a corner and he's literally beating you up. You see, in boxing, the, the enemy, the same as light, the enemy puts you in a corner and he's wearing you out and he's fighting you and he's trying to get you to be depressed. He, he's trying to get you to be discouraged. He, he's trying to get you to quit. He's trying to get you to give up on God. He, he's trying to get you to not be saved. He's trying to keep your family lost. He's trying to tell you that this person or that person and he's beating you up. And here's what you've got to do. If you're going to be an overcomer, you've got to be able to, to flip the script. You've got to be able to, to make a move. You've got to be able to get out of that corner so that you can get free, so that you are able to now not let the enemy control you, but all of a sudden you begin to control the enemy. And what's interesting during this time, I want to teach you a word that most of you have probably never, ever heard, but it's a word in boxing, and it's called clinching. It's called clinching. And what clenching is, imagine this, the enemy's just beating you up. 
And what happens when they clench, the, 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 the fighter that is worn out, the fighter that is tired, they begin to clench. And what they are doing, they begin to hold on to the other boxer. And they're holding him by the arms. They're kind of laying on him. They're just hanging on, hanging on. Just like that song we sung. Sometimes in life, you're just hanging on. You, you, you may sit here this morning. You may look holy. You may be kind of a uh, super saint, whatever it is. But, but, but you know this morning that you're just holding on. You're barely making it through. And sometimes we're clenching. And when a boxer is clenching, what that boxer is doing, that boxer is holding on just long enough so that that boxer can get their strength so that when they step back away from each other, that boxer's got a newfound strength. That boxer's got a newfound strength that that boxer can now punch back. And that boxer can now uh, fight back. Now, what does that mean to you this morning? Let me just be a testimony to you this morning. There's going to be times, places, and periods in your life that life ain't going to be a bed of tulips. It's not going to be a bed of roses. And sometimes you're just going to be hanging on. But what the world don't know that while you're hanging on, sometimes when you're hanging on, hanging on ain't a bad thing because while you're hanging on, you're waiting for your spinach. You're, you're waiting for the word of God. You're waiting for your praise. You're waiting for your worship. While you're hanging on, you're just resting on the enemy just for a moment. He may think he's got you, but all of a sudden when you break that clinch while you are hanging on, you're going to be able to step back and you're going to bop him in the eye. Amen. Because what the enemy wants, he wants you to be down. And he wants you to be out. But friends, if you learn that sometimes in our weakest periods in life, that's where God will meet you. In those dark moments when you're in the closet, you might just barely be hanging on. And the devil thinks you're going down. And he thinks you're going to fall down. But really what you're doing is you're clenching. And you know what? I want, I want, I want to preach this the way I feel this. But listen, I want you to understand today that in life... Just hanging on, it ain't a bad thing. Don't let the devil tell you that it's a bad thing. Sometimes you got to hang on to, so you can get your strength. Sometimes you got to hang on so you can get the word. Sometimes you got to hang on because, I mean, sometimes, I mean, worship wounded. I, I told him in the first service, I remember preaching a, a message on wounded worshipers. Sometimes you really don't know who God is until you finally hit the bottom of the barrel. Sometimes you've got to walk through those dark places and through those difficult times because during those difficult times, you're clenching, you're waiting for the Lord to give you your strength. There's nothing wrong with that. Second thing I want you to understand today is don't pull any punches. Don't pull any punches. Let me just tell you what, we all have an adversary. And the adversary is the devil. And he's doing all that he can do every day to wipe us out. He just doesn't want you. He just doesn't want me. He wants our families. He wants, he wants our friends. He wants our neighbors. He wants our coworkers. He wants everybody. And let me just tell you how important it is for follow through. Because if people watch you go to church all of your life and they watch you leave every single Sunday or every single Wednesday and they watch you serving God, they watch you pulling out the Bible, they watch you pray over the meals, what they're really going to watch is when you go through something. When you're in the corner and you're getting beat on and they're sitting there telling you, yeah, look, look at you, you serve God, but look, you're still going through it because the Bible says it rains on the just as well as the unjust, the righteous as well as the unrighteous. But let me just tell you what, the world is watching you to see if you're going to hold your punches back because the devil don't hold any punches. You and I can't hold any punches. So when you get beat up by the devil, what is going to matter most is going to be your follow through. And your follow through means that I can still show up even though 
Most folks wasn't expecting me to show up. Most folks wasn't expecting me to make it through. Most folks wasn't expecting me to be here today. You know what? You know what's good for me today that I really like? And you know what? It ain't nothing special about me, but it's all been God. And I know it's been God. And I can stand up here today and tell you the truth that every step of the way, every dark place I've been, I know that God has been there and he's been able to get me through and he has strengthened me today. All credit due to almighty God. That's a good thing. See, your victory, your victory is based on your follow through. Now listen, you gotta, sometimes you got to know how to rest. you got to have people in your corner that encourage you. If you've ever seen uh, in boxing, they, 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 they go back to their corner and they'll turn the buckets over. And, and, and you'll sit there for a moment and you'll rest and you'll get some encouragement. Listen, in life all of us need encouragement. But let me just tell you what, friends, it's your follow through. See, people today, they want to watch us. And they want to see if we can still go through it and we can still worship God. They want to see if our God is the God of the mountain and he's also the God of the valley. They want to see if we're going to show up for church when everybody else would expect us not to show up for church. When everybody else is running from God, from their troubles, we're running to God with our troubles. You see, we've got to have follow through when it comes to being a believer in Almighty God. You know, one of the worst mistakes that Christians make is that oftentimes... We turn and we run away from God when we should actually be running toward God. Friends, if you'll run toward God, it's okay to hang on. Y'all have heard me say millions of times, oftentimes we're looking for deliverance. We're looking for deliverance, but actually sometimes it's just simply endurance. Anybody can praise God for deliverance. I mean, if you get a check in the mail today, if you get healed from cancer today, anybody can praise God for that. But can you keep the cancer and can you stay broken? Can you still praise God? Are you able to still praise God no matter where you are in life? See, that's what being a Christian really is. Christians, I mean, I mean, listen, we, we, we got messages coming up about deliverances and we got messages about being an overcomer and all those things. And, and there's nothing wrong with any of this. But listen, you got to take it all. It ain't just, it ain't just part. It, it, it's got to take it all. And sometimes it's not praising God for deliverance, but it's praising God for the endurance. So while you're enduring, while you're going through it, that's the time that you really learn who it is your God is you learn what it is that you're made out of. See, it's during that endurance time. It's during that difficult time. It's during that time when you come out of the emergency room. It's during that time when you come out of the funeral home. It's during that time when you come out of the doctor's office that everybody's thinking that you're going to just fall down and just give up. But it's during that moment that you've done had enough and you've done seen enough of God to know that, friend, I don't even need to wait till Sunday till the preacher preaches. I don't need to wait till the music is sung. I've done seen God move, and no matter what he does, either he's going to move me through this on this earth or I'm going to move on up to an eternal place in heaven. Amen? Either one. There was this boxer. I've used this story, but it's a great story. He went back to his corner after being knocked down in the first round. His trainer patted him on the back and he said, Hey, I want you to go back out there and I want you to continue to get him. He hasn't laid a glove on you. In the second round, he was knocked down twice, saved by the bell on the nine count. He barely makes it back to the corner. He gets back to his trainer. His trainer pats him on the back again and says, Look, I want you to go back out there and get him. He hasn't even laid a glove on you yet. Then that boxer turned to his trainer and said, look, 
He said, I'm going to go back out there and get him this next round, but I want you to keep an eye on the referee because somebody out there is beating the daylights out of me. <laughs> you know, friends, many times in life, we're getting the daylights beat out of us. And we need to realize that we do have an enemy and we have an adversary. And he's doing all that he can do to discourage us and to defeat us. But friends, the way we get through that is to not pull any punches and to follow through. The way we continue to, to move through that is being able to continue to worship God and, and stay steadfast. And I want to give you this final point, and if you missed everything else, maybe this is the most important point that you need to hear. Understand this, just because you're down, it never means that you're out. Now, I know that's simple, and I know that's cliche, but listen, just because you're down never means that you're out. Here's the really cool thing for a Christian. A Christian is never really defeated until the Christian gives up. If you will just simply get back up and you will stay on your feet and you will do all that you possibly can do to just keep serving God. Serve God even when you don't feel like it. Serve God even when it looks like that in your opinion, God's not going to come through, but let me just tell you what, I believe that God will always come through. He just might not come through in the way you want him to come through, but God will come through. If I had time today to tell you my personal testimony, I would tell you that over my entire life, not just in the past four years, but there's been plenty of times that I've wanted to throw in the towel. As a preacher, there's been plenty of times that I would want to be on the outside of the ring and that towel would have flew over. And it would have been no more, no more, no moss, no muss. I've taken all I can stands, and I can stands no more. Some of you here today, you've, you've lost, you've lost spouses. And you thought that was it. You wanted to quit. You wanted to give up. It was difficult. Some of you here, you've gone through divorce. And you thought that was it. It was no moss, no moss. I give up. Some of you sit here today broke. And you feel like giving up. You just want to throw the towel in the ring. And there would be many other towels that could fly in today to this boxing ring. Because I know in life there are times and there are places and there are periods. No matter who you are, no matter how holy you are, no matter your title in life. That some of us just want to say, God, I'm taking all I can stand. I'm going to give up. But here's the good news. Here's the good news. Under the power and under the strength of God, he tells us in that Revelation 12, 11, that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So all you got to do, don't throw in the towel. Don't throw in the towel. Don't throw in the towel. Don't throw in the towel.
Keep it going. Keep it moving. And the reason why you can do that is because you have something supernatural in you. The Bible tells us that greater is he that's in us than he that's in this world. I'm never going to tell you that you're not going to feel like throwing in the towel. But I am going to tell you, just as that poem that we've read many times, the footprints in the sand. Now, that may be old school. That may be cliche. I mean, we could go with that in many different ways. But I will tell you this. If you look back over your life, you're going to find that God carried you. God carried you through a lot of things that you never thought you'd make it through. And you were able to throw out the towel because the devil wanted you to quit. Matter of fact, I mean, I believe it'd be the whole bucket. I mean, just everything, whatever you got in the brain, just, just everything. Because let me just tell you what, we are a victorious people. Those of us here this morning that are saved, that are a child of God, I want you to know that if you've been defeated, you've only been defeated temporarily. What you need to do is you need to get back to God's word. You need to get back to prayer. You need to get back to praise. And you need to tell the devil, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to serve God. If I got to hop on one leg, if I got to skip the church, if I got a black eye, if I'm limping, no matter what it is, I'm going to serve God all the days of my life and have an attitude just as Job said, that though he slay me, yet I'm going to trust him. Naked I came into the world, and naked I'm going to leave this world. And every day I get a chance to tell the devil that, friends, no matter what you do to me. Now let me just say this. I was thinking about this morning when we were singing. I didn't know today was going to be exactly like it was. The devil hit us with the biggest ballistic missile that he could have ever hit us with. When our son committed suicide four years ago, it nearly wiped us out. It still hurts today. But I made up my mind that I'm not going to let the devil defeat me. And I talked to a pastor friend of mine one day on a walk, and I asked him, I said, do you think if I was in the ministry that this would have happened to me? A lot of times people think pastors are above the stuff that happens in the world, but they're not. I have all the same issues, same problems you do. And he never really gave me an answer to that question. And I don't know that I'll ever get an answer to that question in this world. But I will tell you this. I haven't quit. And I stand up here today. I never really thought about it, but I stand up here today on behalf of my son to say that the devil... May have got the best of that fight. He may have won the battle, but he didn't win the war. My, uh, and I could say a lot of things that I'm, like I say, I don't know what 20 years mean. Certainly it's the grace of God and, and all those things. But uh, I can tell you that I've made it as far as I've made it. Just simply to God and God's goodness and God's grace. This morning, we're going to pray, and if you're here today and you're lost and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today you can defeat the devil. Today you can win the victory. Today, if you need Jesus as your Savior, Jesus will meet you where you are. And today, I'm not, I'm not playing games, and I'm not, I'm, not, uh, 
I'm not impressed with imagery or I'm not, uh, not into all the things that some folks are into. But I, want, I just want to make this clear to you today. That friends, you do not have to live a defeated life. You can have things that defeat you. Am I still sad? Absolutely. Am I still battling discouragement? Absolutely. But let me just tell you what. Every day that I get a chance to wake up and I get a chance to serve God, I don't have to say a thing. The world will see me and they will know me. That friends, I'm still going to serve God. And I'm still going to do the best I can. And here's what's really cool. I don't like to use my family anymore in illustrations because, uh, you know what, um, you know, families are tough. You're like in a fishbowl, but I am going to use them in this way because not, not on a personal way, but let me just tell you this, that a lot of times going through some of the stuff that we've gone through, it wipes people out. But you know what? I get the privilege to stand here today and I ain't even got to preach a sermon or give a testimony and the world already knows it didn't wipe me out. And so that's due to God's glory. morning, if you need to rededicate your life, join this church. It's a great church. Um, we'll give you the opportunity to respond today. Uh, Dylan, we're certainly proud of you today. What an awesome day. The angels, the angels in heaven rejoice over us. Today, if you need to join this church, you need to be saved, rededicate your life, let's stand. This altar's open.